Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. I am your host tonight, Devin, and we will be going through uh, winners and losers. We'll talk about some other sports tonight, and then we'll get into the WKU versus IU, and later on we'll talk about our local favorites. But here we go, guys. Hey, how about them tops, son? Oh, okay, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. See if we can get the guys on here here in a few minutes. Um, But I guess we'll start out talking winners and losers. Saw a nice video earlier today. Here's Matt entering the studio. Hey man, can you hear what's up, me? Matt? Hey, hey bro, man, bro, what's up? Oh, you know what it is, man. <laughs> Get it how you live, cuz. I hear you. I um, already know. <laughs> see that—that's pre-Matt McKay, though, wasn't it? What was? Oh, there was one guy, and I cannot remember what his name off the top of my head. I'll have to look him up here in a minute. But uh, we used to have a big wide receiver, big tall guy, and he. Um, he actually he his his whole motto was get it how you live. I think it was Jamal, but I cannot remember if that's right. <laughs> it has been way too long. Yeah, uh, but anyway, big receiver's name Jamal. Yeah, he was. Uh, well, I remember, uh, Jamal Forrest, but he was a yeah. little smaller. Yeah, no, it wasn't Jamal. <laughs> it um, like he was eleven years old. Yeah, no, no, no. This guy was. Um, this guy, he supposedly took a. Uh, um, uh, decongestant right before the the uh, the banquet, and he started talking out of his head, and he told some story about a hot dog and a car wreck or something, and it was like, what? What are you talking about, man? Okay. And we're all like, you know, he is, you know, he's messed up. You know, something's going on here. Toasted. And the coaches were, and he told the coaches that he had uh, he had taken uh, an uh, Benadryl or something. I don't even know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Jared, can you hear us? All right, I don't know if I got Jared. Let's see if I got Jared. Jared, uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. There we go, Jared. You were muted, man. Come on, technology, man. Sorry, I'm, I, I, I'm still a boomer to a lot of people. Yeah. You, uh, you young pups should know how to use this newfangled stuff by now. Come on, Jared. Daggummit. <laughs> 30 year olds got it figured out. I know, right? Oh, I know, 20 year olds right. struggling. Yeah. I know, right? I turned 28 this week, though. I'm getting up there, you guys. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Man. I remember I think, my 20s. Yeah. You know, my wife still 40 laughs years about. ago. <laughs> my, wife, my wife still laughs about it. She's like, yeah, Devin was talking about that Ty Rogers shot, and Jared's like, yeah, he was in middle school. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I still remember it, though. <laughs> yeah, it was still, dude. It was yeah, like, that was my oh, senior my year of high school. Ugh. What about I was in the... on my grandparents' floor, jumping up. Oh, and did down. you really? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> they thought somebody. They thought like somebody had fallen or <laughs> that. Yeah, I they don't were blame screaming. them. They were like, "Are y'all okay?" Yeah, we're fine, dude. That was <laughs> the sucks. craziest thing, though. Yeah, craziest thing. I, I, that was that is one of my all-time Western memories, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, Beating yeah. MTSU the first time when Bobby Rainey ran it in, and we all stormed the field. Um, and then uh, probably Ty Rogers shot because I was in the old side of the stadium. 
I remember it like it was yesterday. And we're all sitting there watching the game, and he hits, he sh- takes the shot at the end, and we're all sitting there like, <gasps> and everybody starts jumping. I didn't even see the shot hit, and it was just, I mean, I still yeah. think about it. It's just, yeah, still getting chills thinking about it. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> I cannot find this guy's name. It's going to drive me nuts. I'm just going to wake up and text you in the middle of the night, bud, so you just get ready. Okay. <laughs> um, the- so anyway... We're talking winners and losers. Yeah, it's not really that important. Uh, but uh, I think my perpetual loser is going to be Aaron Rodgers, just because <laughs> I've just got a I've just got a, a grudge against him right now. So we'll just go with it for right now. Um, I'm so upset with my Packers. <laughs> I am ready for love. I'm not going to lie, Jared. I'm ready for love. See, there you go. I mean, yep. it couldn't be worse than how Rodgers is doing. Do you think he's doing it intentionally? Is he just tanking? To... I do. I do. I really do. Interesting. Really. I think he. I think he is tanking just because he's like he's just pouting, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. I see you. I see you. Um, I think he just needs to retire. Um, he can I heard be in as many talking. commercials as he wants. Yes. Be like Peyton Manning. Which have you guys seen the simulcast saying that Elon and Peyton Manning have been doing? No, yes, but I really. Oh see my it. God. One of those was, I saw so one funny. and it was hilarious. They have to do the Tennessee Ole Miss game in football because that would be so good. Oh man. Yes. Oh, that's such a I good wish idea. they would. That that is. That By the good. way, it's copyrighted. You can't do that, at CBS. We're gonna We'll try and get Peyton on, try and get Peyton and Elon to do this. Oh yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't that bad, man. That's Thanks, buddy. I thought that was a pretty good question. <laughs> That's pretty good for you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Um, love you, man. All right, I uh, love you too, um, Jared. I'll go with you first. You got any winners and losers? Yeah. So I mean, winners is going to be all of us in the South Central Kentucky region because fall is here. I am wearing a hoodie and shorts as I say this. It is beautiful. It's like sixty degrees. It's sunny. It's exactly what you want. Like football weather to be like the game Saturday. It's going to be so nice. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, you could probably wear like a hoodie or something or whatever, and it's actually going to be comfortable. So I'm glad that summer is basically over. But my losers, it has to be my Dolphins, of course, just because yeah. Tua got hurt, fractured one of his ribs or whatever. And, of course, uh, they got shut out by the Bills 35 to nothing. So all of the hope that I had after beating the Patriots is basically shattered. But that's the life of a Dolphins fan at this point. So I'm Lord, used to it. was it 35 to nothing? Yeah. That is atrocious. Honestly, I wouldn't hate <laughs> if the Dolphins picked up Cam Newton. He's out there. Yeah. And I feel like he could be a little better than Jacoby Brissett. I mean, that's just my opinion until at least Tua gets back and is healthy. But I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy or not. I'm really starting to worry about him. Mm. Okay. So I did find the guy. He played in 2007 for Western. His name is Jamar Jones. So shout out Jamar Jones. Um, He probably remembers none of that story. So that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely because not it's been the banquet. Well, well, I'm sure he doesn't remember that story just because it's probably been so long. And he was like, ah. But yes, his motto, like walking around, was "Get it how you live." And it was like, what does that even mean? And he's like, oh, you know, you know, you know what it is. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, yep. Yeah, sure, but it sounds yeah. deep, though. It sounds deep. 
Like, I feel like I, if somebody told me that, just like, I don't know where like, to inspire me, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. And then I would think about it and be like, uh, wait a second. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's something that you just go. As I analyze yeah. the statement, I really realize that it is. That is a very deep statement there. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Um, it's to sound like a Starbucks barista, bud. <laughs> I know. I can't help it. I use it's what I use. In. It's seeping in. He's got to get oh, it. Oh, I mean, I did. A, uh, I talked about all the different coffee shops in Bowling Green in that article I posted today. And that was very oh, did you? Yeah. There you go. So I know you worked at one, right? I mean, I worked at the Starbucks on Scottsdale Road for about a year and a half. It was miserable. It was so freaking busy. That's before they had the one over by the Corvette plant open, too. So that helped delegate a little bit of their business. And also the one in that Kroger across the street, too. But, I mean, it doesn't have a drive-thru, so nobody goes to it. Matt, I think that's something we should get into is a franchise. We'll just start our own Starbucks franchise. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. sure they just I'm pretty sure they just make money. Yeah. People want to drink overpriced coffee, so Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah How much is there's... average coffee now? Like six, seven bucks? If you got like a grande, which is the medium, the pumpkin spice latte would probably be about five or six dollars somewhere oh, between Lord. there. I know, right? That's like a Big Mac meal. Yeah. There's Probably more calories in the Big Mac meal than the coffee, but whatever. <laughs> and the thing um, is, is that TikTok, like someone must have, and Starbucks corporate must have created all these ridiculous drinks and posted the recipes on TikTok because a lot of those <laughs> drinks that people get off of TikTok are like eight to nine dollars. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous for one drink. But can you imagine spending like nine dollars a day for, you know, People do it, man. People do it. Gosh. $9. That's like 300 What is that? 300 a month? Probably. Working on it. 30 days a month. Uh, Yeah, five days a week times four. Um, Yeah, you're looking at 45 times four. That's like uh, 180-ish, right? Am I right there? Mm -hmm. $180 a month. Mm -hmm. Then times 12. Yeah, that was quick math. I don't know if I could do the other. I can't rain man that one. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good movie yeah um, yeah um, yeah there was the, you're talking about you're talking about TikToks though and I'm sure everybody's going to love listening to this um, I did see a TikTok the other day with um, this guy going through the drive-thru and he's like tells off his wife's order or whatever and the guy shouts tells him he's like that'll be $92 and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would feel going through the drive-through, ordering some mocha choca light latayaya, light, yeah, steamed milk with extra coffee grinds or whatever. I mean, basically, basically, <laughs> it's just okay. all sugar and coffee, anyways. See, I don't like coffee. I just, I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I don't like not coffee. a coffee guy at all. Hot chocolate and sweet tea all day, but not coffee. You can get both of those at Starbucks, just if I. Huh. That sounds pretty good. I may I don't save like my. of those either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like. Well, you we have like ice water. water. Tea. We have oh, the best water. freaking ice, ice water. water. <laughs> yeah, it's triple filtered. You can get a 30 ounce for free. A 30 ounce water at Starbucks is free. Oh, wow. That's what I'll hey. get. I'll walk. My wife already calls me a basic B. I'll just go to Target, go to Starbucks that's in the Target in E Town, and get me a large. 
ice water filter for free. <laughs> yeah, basically. There's people that do it. They come through the drive-thru and they're like, can I get three Trenta ice waters? And I'm just like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it seems like a loss hey. of profit just handing out those three cups and lids. But I mean, but see, you're being holes, nice. Man. Yeah, you're being nice to the customer. Yeah, you're being yeah. nice. Maybe next time they'll buy something different. Maybe they'll um, buy something next time. <laughs> so, Matt, did you? Uh, we talked to we talked to Jared about this last season, last fall or spring, maybe. And um, Jared said the most annoying thing that he has is when people will order drinks through a phone. So they'll uh, pull up to the drive-through. The husband or whoever does not want to try and repeat the order, so they just hold the phone up to the speaker. Oh, now, in like my they'll, mind, they'll, they'll play it. Yeah, like, yeah, play yeah. The, no, it'll be like on a phone call on speaker, and then they'll just be like, "Hey, place your order," and then they hit, put it closer to the speaker, and you hear it through the phone. I'm just like, oh, seriously. <laughs> I mean, read it off, like. A... So I'm. I didn't even know you could play the audio on that. You know, so no joke though. I think the funniest thing would be is if somebody's like, "Okay, hold on, here's my order," and they hold the phone up to the thing and they go, "Hey, can I get three large ice waters?" Oh my god, <laughs> that's like the perfect combo nightmare for old Jared. There, yeah. See, if it's pub cups, I can live with that. Like one thing that's you need to know about basically every drive-through place you ever go to is that they have cameras at the speaker. They can see you as soon as you pull up. Okay. And if I see someone with a dog in the back seat, like I'll ask him, like, "Hey, do you want a pub cup today?" Because it doesn't cost anything. It's just a little tiny cup with whipped cream in it. And but <laughs> sometimes they're just like, "Uh, how did you know that?" And I'm just like, "I'll keep my secrets. Yeah, oh. I know my ways." <laughs> um, but <laughs> part of me, you know, I, I think this would be really funny to do is to go to like somewhere like Starbucks or Dairy Queen or wherever, get a pub cup. And then hand it to like a fully grown adult. I'd Here take go. it. <laughs> good boy. You're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. <laughs> now that would be a little excessive. If someone just gives me a cup with whipped cream in it, I'll just buy it. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> that would be real. That would be funny. Um, so, M- Matt, winners and losers, buddy. Yeah. Um, Jared mentioning his uh, dolphins made me think of my Titans. Winning in overtime, coming back big, but that wasn't actually what I had. I actually was looking at um, Army football. Man, they they uh, what are they three and O now? It looks like they could be five and O, uh, and then they get Wisconsin in uh, middle of October. So, shout out to the Black Knights making the you know I don't know you know they're, they're kind of making me eat my words in our little prediction article I wrote up. Yeah, because I said that they were, it's probably not as good as their best team they've ever had or whatever. Oh, and dude, now they're, they're making me eat crow, really. Dude, I um, think, I mean, man, they're they're for real. They're good yeah, defensively. They're, they're a good team. Often. Yeah, and as far as with the staff predictions, too, right now me and Sam are the only ones that are 2-0. and <laughs> So I'll have to, we'll have to see if we'll be able to survive after the Indiana game, see how that goes. Yeah. Hey, I'll... I'll lose betting on the tops all day. I don't care. It don't bother me at all. Lost 27 games before betting on the tops, so I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Matt, do you have any other sports you want to talk about as far as uh, around the hill? Oh, um, well, I know uh, I, I'm assuming y'all saw – I think we talked about it in the chat or whatever, but basketball 
uh, scheduled a series home and home with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really nice little addition to the non-conference for the next. Is it Jared? Is it the next couple years they come here and then we go there? I think so. I didn't really look at all the details, but okay. I mean they've been a pretty solid team out of the MAC. I know they've been yeah. to the tournament a couple of times. Oh, so, Monte Bearden came from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, a nice little pickup to to strengthen the schedule a little bit. And then um, volleyball lost its first match. I can't remember if that was last week or the week before. I don't know if y'all mentioned it or not. Yeah, I think it was the week before. Okay, yeah. I'm just looking at the recent results, and it doesn't show any losses. Mm -hmm. They uh, they lost the Ole Miss. Uh, My uh, my best man was is a big Ole Miss, and so he's giving me a hard time about it. Mm. Um, Yeah, but anyway, and then. Soccer actually lost to Ole Miss too. I thought about saying the winner was Ole Miss Athletics against Western, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my daughter's into the screaming phase. Those of you who know what that is, mm, oh yeah. Oh, dude, my, does my that daughter squeal. <laughs> I kind of encourage it though. So yeah, I do too. Like we'll be, you know, we'll be we'll be sitting down for dinner or whatever, and uh, they'll like start doing something and I'll, I'll I'll scream as loud as I can and then my <laughs> wife is like would you shut up <laughs> I'm like ah! you know like <laughs> except as loud as I can <laughs> yes yes now see it's good time I do that too but not at like not when we're sitting down eating or anything but you know it'll just be like she'll be like oh my god you know you can just tell I'm gonna go get whatever and I'll be like ah! and she runs over and starts squealing too and you're just yeah, and then it bites me in the butt in moments like this where I didn't, don't want her to squeal, but she's uh-huh. just excited and she's going to squeal anyway, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, other sports to talk about real quick. Looks like women's soccer won against Middle on the 19th. Uh, they The volleyball beat St. John's on the 18th, and volleyball beat Austin P. They swept b- both of those on the 17th, and they beat Ohio on uh, the 17th as well. So, good job. Women's also, soccer. also one random tidbit. Uh, Go uh, ahead. With, with men's basketballs, it's official that Jamarion Sharp is the tallest player yeah. that will be oh, active yeah, in, in the NCAA this year. So, that's actually Seven really, really cool. freaking five. Yeah. yeah did, saw, did, did you see the video that he did? Yes. That I, was I really saw funny. It. I saw that on a Louisville uh, sports show. Well, not sports show, but a Louisville news show. They played it, and he was talking about it. You know, all I got to do to dunk is just jump just an inch. And I was like, good God. He was man. wearing Nike yeah. slides doing that, too. Not even basketball shoes. <laughs> the funny – I think it was funny. He walked up to that little uh, the little print on the wall at Diddle, and it was like, what is the guy, like 6'11 or something? Yeah, yeah. it was bass. And it was like, how do you – yeah, how do you measure up? And he's like, uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. Uh, Pretty well. But, yeah. All they got to do is teach him to put his arms above his head and just try not to foul. I mean, he can (laughs) spot a bunch of shots that way. Did uh, have you ever have you all ever seen? uh, We're already off the track, so don't matter. Um, Screw it. Have you all seen the uh, video of the twelve-year-old that was like six foot playing middle school basketball? I don't know if I saw that. I remember Mm. seeing someone that was like seven seven and like a freshman in high school in some one of those like Romanian countries or whatever. It's probably the same kid, but. Like this kid's like twelve years old and like over six foot tall. 
playing middle school basketball, and he literally looks like uh, like the scene with Adam Sandler playing dodgeball is what it looked like <laughs> when uh, in uh, Billy Madison. That's what I thought of when I was watching it because it looks like he's just gonna beat the kids. But uh, yeah, it was uh, sorry, random. But that's what I feel like this is gonna be this year. Um. I guess, uh, and of course, I was going to mention uh, women's soccer beat Marshall two one. So, congrats to the other sports. Looks like uh, women's golf's got a thing this week at Furman. Softball's playing on the twenty fourth against Lakeland College. Uh, they got a doubleheader there. Women's volleyball plays Marshall at six p.m. on the twenty fourth. So in two days, uh, women's soccer is playing UAB on the twenty fourth. So it's going to be a busy night for. Female athletics, and then of course we're going to be playing Indiana on Saturday. Jared wasn't so, uh, wasn't UAB the one that I think they won Conference USA, or they were the West Division winner, or something like that last year. I can't remember. So yeah, that sounds be right. a pretty big game. You yeah, you might be right. I I'm sorry. Women I, think, soccer, I, mean, I don't I honestly like I don't really know that much about soccer either. Um, at least Western soccer. So I love Coach Nidell. He's a great coach. He seems like he's done a really good job. I've talked – I've actually talked with him in person before. Um, I used to do the little kid camp, so I used to be the, the medical person there. Fun, fun fact for you. Mm. And uh, – which, by the way, it is like – I mean, you're basically a babysitter. Um, you can't pass out medicine to the kids. Um, you can call the parents if the kid gets hurt or anything like that, but nobody, nobody ever got hurt. And it was, it's really a boring job, but like what I ended up doing half the time is just going out and playing soccer with the kids, which was a lot of fun. So, um, and of course the coaches are like, do whatever. It's fine. We don't care. Um, anyway, Western football, uh, Western football is playing Indiana this week at Indiana. Um, no, it's not. Are we at the house? Yeah, we're at the house. Dude. Boy. Damn it. Seriously? Seriously? I'm sorry. I've got those twitched. I'm sorry. Oh, um. Yes, I'm sorry. I could have swore. Okay, okay. We're at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt is begging people for tickets, but he, apparently he's got a ticket to the game, so Dude, we're yeah. good. I was wondering, friend Jason. I was wondering how you were going to swing that if you're going to go to try and get to Indiana for free. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know why I got that switched in my head. Um. Wow. So anyway, um, I know I'm, I'm slow. I'm slow. Um, so it looks like just looking at the prelims here, IU is favored by nine points. Um, ESPN's little football power index has IU at a 58.3 and Western's a 41.7. That is amazing. That's close. I don't know what, I don't remember what it was last week. I think it was a little higher. Um, but from what I heard of the Cincinnati Indiana game, Indiana should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it. Jared, I don't know if you watched it, but uh, yeah, I watched it pretty a uh, pretty good amount of it. And uh, I think Indiana was up pretty big early, and Cincinnati just poured it on late. I think Cincinnati's a really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna. I think. You know, that was kind of like it was at the beginning of the year, the preseason with Indiana being 17. I really thought that was a paper tiger, and it turned out they were. Um, mm-hmm. And now, I mean, Iowa just dominated them. Mm-hmm. 34-6. Yeah. to six. They beat Idaho, which 
Idaho, the only thing they know is potatoes. I mean, True. so, <laughs> and then they played Cincinnati and Cincinnati just showed them, this is what a top 10 team does. So, mm-hmm. I, of course, Western's, Western's resume is not really that great, but at least we've had an extra week to prepare for them. Mm-hmm. I think um, we've gotten so, a lot healthier is a, yes. a huge thing. Like I think uh, I was watching the press conference a little bit and Helton said, basically everybody that's important is back. Mm-hmm. So, but so, so is Simon still out then? Cause I thought Simon was out for the year. Uh, the way, what he said was the people, I don't know. I, it was based. it really was like, it's coach speak. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of felt like basically everybody that we would want back is back, but I don't know if that's true or not. Well, maybe besides Simon, maybe everyone that was hurt during Army. Well, he, like you said, he said everyone who's important is back. Maybe he's got, you know, is just talking about the replacement for Simon. Um, because I watched, I actually watched that presser too because it was a short clip or a little short, like what, 10 minute thing. Um, so, you know, with it was basically coach speak. You know, I hate to be like that, but. Mm-hmm. Coach Helton's a uh, stand-up class, classy guy, and for him to stand up there, I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna lay out their game plan. He's not gonna do this or that. He basically just said, you know, basically tip my hat to Indiana. They're a good team. Our guys are ready. Blah blah blah. And it was just like, okay, uh, let's sorry, see. just not impressed. I'm just not impressed with coach speak. I just. I just wish we had a coach that would just go kind of Lane Kiffin style and be like, "Yeah, he's definitely very canned. Like he just kind of yes. says, you know, whatever he's supposed to say." Looks like yes. uh, Simon. I looked up injury report. Says he's questionable, so he's. De- it's not saying he's out for the season, um, but I mean, he could be. I don't know, but I, I thought the way Helton was talking, my impression was that Simon was back, but he didn't specifically say, "Hey, Simon's back." I think it was Jared McDonald of Bowling Green Daily News that said that Simon was out the rest of the year, but I mean, I don't know if that will actually stand or not. But I mean, even that. Okay, first off, I always hated questionable when I was playing fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you I hated questionable. That was the worst thing ever. You um, either be in or be out. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but I mean, and and the thing is too, Helton keeps everything so close to the chest. You know, it, you don't really know. You know, he may dress Simon and Simon not play just to mess with the, uh, Indiana. You never know. I'm not saying he'll play, but he may have him on the sidelines in his gear. Yeah. May let him go through warm ups. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if the, that, if the medical staff clears him to do that, then that's maybe what they do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I digress. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I thought I'd go back to that. Um, Western, uh, points per game. we got 47 points per game for us. Points allowed 29 and a half. Uh, yeah. Indiana. This is what's funny to me. They uh, have 28.7 points per game and they've allowed 28.7 points per game. Mm-hmm. So like, isn't that like a tie? Basically. Basically they've had this awesome game and they had two sucky ones where Western's had an awesome game and a decent loss well i mean we talked about this last week but we really should have been beaten army just yes. for the fact that and this will be the difference i think in the indiana game this weekend if we show up in the first quarter and just the first half in general and not dig ourselves into a hole 
I think that we could very easily take control of this game. And we would have done that if we were able to stop Army in the first half and maybe get one other touchdown. Really? So, I mean, and that's one thing with Zappy, too, that's been kind of annoying me is like very first drive that he has or something like one of those early drives he throws a pick just kind of like a feeling it out kind of thing and it gets mm-hmm. intercepted like that's taking points off the board i just really want to see I, I really like whittington i like what i'm seeing from him, him at the running back position I, yeah. I really wish we could get a better run game established i mean i know that's something that they're still working on but i mean i know it's more of a pass heavy offense regardless but if we could have like some draw plays and stuff like that to be able to have a little bit of a run threat in between passes i think that would help us a lot and keep drops alive i agree yeah. i agree with your assessment there jared um and looking at the stats by the way how do you say indiana's quarterback's name uh Penix. <laughs> Matt's giggling because he knows where I was going with that. Because I was, I saw that and I was I mean, like, one of my one of my keys to to victory is uh, don't play the Phoenix game. <laughs> anyway, um, I just couldn't help it, man. That's I mean, too good, dude. That's I'm, too, I'm good. too childish, man. I mean, I don't hey. care if people were horrified. Whatever, get over hey, it. Hey, that's fine. My <laughs> wife says that men don't grow up; we just get bigger. So. I don't. I'm fine with that. Um, penixes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we or uh, I use quarterback uh, Penix is 42 of 87 for 448 yards, four TDs, no interceptions. He's and, thrown about half as many passes as Zap. And one of the things yards. too with him that I learned from Hoosier Huddle when I was doing my interview with them is that he basically hasn't been a hundred percent since mm-hmm. Ohio State game last year. That he's been dealing with injuries, he's just been struggling a lot. Like he hasn't played up to how he normally would be. And Can't he just him. had a he just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, basically. And he had a wrist injury last week, too, but he'll be able to play. But I don't know if that'll be a hindrance to him. But the thing is, is are we going to be able to stop the run? I don't know much about I use running back, but that's still our biggest threat, in my opinion, is not being able to stop the run. It's really interesting because they they haven't really – number one, he's not a runner. Um, If you look at his – no. Like the yeah. last few seasons, he's got like less than way less than a hundred yards total rushing, um, and the running back's getting like you know seventy five yards a game, but he's averaging less than four yards a carry. So it's not like, and even against Idaho, they only got one hundred eighty rushing yards, one hundred seventy nine. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, mean, it could I, be a yeah. good matchup for us. I don't know. It looks like Penix is more of a pocket quarterback, but they look run heavy to me. Going off the stats, of course, they've, Mm -hmm. you know, Cincinnati basically shut them down most of the game, or part of the game anyway, and Iowa did did not let them do a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but my thing, but my assumption here is that, um, you know, Westerns, I mean, we're going to be pass heavy. That's going to happen. I just, we just don't need to make the uh, poor judgments. And, you know, Zap's thrown an interception both games. Mm-hmm. I think it's a win for us if he does not throw, obviously, an interception this week. We've got to keep the intensity going, got to keep the drives alive. And just, I think if we just stay on Indiana from the opening whistle to the end, we've got them. 
you know? Really? Um, so y'all both are are y'all both calling the upset? Not so I'll fast. call the upset. Not so not fast. So fast. <laughs> I'll call uh, the upset. I'll be fine well, with that. See, because yeah. I don't see, I don't think Penix can go hard for four hours without seeing a doctor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Y'all got like <sighs> twenty eight more minutes of this, so it's okay. <laughs> But no, the reason why I'm not calling it is just for the fact that they're the Big Ten school. They have the depth. They have the size. I mean, they have a yeah. pretty good depth on both ends. I mean, defensive, too. Like, they have a couple of all Big Ten defensive people. I know they have a linebacker that's really good, and I think it was, uh, like, a corner or something that was, like, all Big Ten. Yeah, your article, I think, said what their their whole secondary is all Big Ten. Essentially, yeah, and, and that's one thing they said too is that it's going to be a major strength on strength matchup with our mm-hmm. offense going against their really good defense. So, I mean, if they're able to force interceptions, it's going to be a long night for us. But they said that they've had a lot of turnovers, like in the red zone, especially. If we're able to force turnovers on offense, mm-hmm. like that's what's going to be working in our favor too. But I'm really interested to see how well we match up against a pretty good defense. Yeah. It's really, really interesting talking about the matchup because, you know, they, they're not, they haven't been explosive yet. I mean, they were against Idaho. They, they got like, what, 56 points or whatever, 56 yeah. to 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But yes. last year he was, he threw for 275 yards a game, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Phoenix there. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he threw for almost 300 yards a game. They were really good offense. This year, he's barely – I don't even think he's throwing 150 a game, including against Idaho. He didn't really do that much. He's. Um, it looks like he's averaging about 180, but go ahead. Okay, 100. I'm, my bad. Maybe I looked at it wrong, but whatever. Anyway, um, <clears throat> might need to edit my article. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, he. It, it's kind of an interesting matchup because can they if, – if Zappi goes crazy – you know, can they keep up physically? Keep up, even if Western's defense just allows them to do whatever. Can they physically keep up and score? But also, can Western's defense stop anybody enough to let Zappy have a chance to win the game for him? It's really interesting. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, Here's one question for both of y'all. It's really close to a sellout on Saturday. It's going to be the blackout, that kind of environment. Like, how do we think – like, do you think having a big crowd will make a big difference for the tops? Because this will be the first big, big sellout crowd we've had probably since the Vanderbilt game, honestly. I don't think so. Um, because you got to think they've played Cincinnati and Iowa, um, and their place is a lot bigger than ours. I mean, well, it's well, not – one thing – like one of the things that the Hoosier Hotel people said too is that they're pretty nervous about Saturday. Like they think this is going to be a very close game. Like they predicted IU winning, but only by maybe like a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this could be a lot of the people be. that keep up with Indiana. Like a lot of them aren't viewing us as a cupcake. I know that there was an interview with some of the players where they weren't really taking us as seriously, but I mean, that's, it's just that kind of confidence a football player would have. I mean, just like, Oh, we can take on anybody kind of thing. But I mean, another thing to think about too, is that they said that, I mean, the drive from Bloomington to Bowling Green is maybe like three hours, two and a half hours, somewhere around there. 
And they have a decent amount of alumni in Louisville. So, I mean, there could be a decent IU contingency in the Houch as well. So, I mean, I don't know, I think that would make much of a difference. But, I mean, they will have fans yeah. there. I mean, we we had that whole article that we posted today talking about all these different restaurants to check out in Bowling Green because we had people messaging us and be like, hey, what are some things to do in Bowling Green? Where would you? Where should we eat at? We're just trying to plan stuff. And I think that's really cool that they actually reached out to us to ask those questions. And yeah. we helped them with that article. But there's definitely going to be some Hoosiers in the house, unfortunately. Yeah, to answer your question, Jared, I mean, I think – I mean, I think if it's close, it, it could make a difference. But, like, I remember some huge crowds, and we'd come out and lay a lay an egg. Like, everybody would yeah. be excited. Oh, like, oh, look, people actually showed up. Um, and we'd be sitting <laughs> in the tunnel like, man, there's a crowd. That's great. And it was loud and all that. And then, you know, we're playing a big opponent, and they, they score, and, they, you know, the crowd just disappears. Well, the I mean, that's just basically – If it's yeah. close, I think it can make a big difference. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's just Western's fan base in general. Very mm-hmm. fair weather. And I mean, and you can basically bet money that all the students in the berm will leave at halftime too, just because that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse Pretty me. Much. Part if of them are closer. I think more will stay. I mean, if it's a close game, maybe it could make a difference. Um, if we're losing 21 to six at the half or something, that's not going to help. Right. No. And I mean, the crowd can make a difference just by like, if people get excited, you can sense it even if people left or, you know, at the end of the game, it's not as full or whatever. Western fans can make a difference. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we've got to have people show up and be loud and rowdy and, you yeah, know, I'll be there football, it's just not as, there's not as much passion with football and you've got to really, I think if we had beat army, I think people would be like, losing their minds or if Indiana was ranked or something. Yeah. If they were still ranked, I think that'd make a big difference, but you know, it takes some of the excitement away, but I still, of course it is. It is Bowling Green too. We're talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is a big 10 school that's coming too, which they did. They, I forgot that they played us in 2010 in Bowling Green. Do Mm -hmm. you all remember that? Yeah. We were were probably on the field, right? Devin last year. Uh, yeah. 2010 or 11. I can't remember. Yeah. It was 10. (laughs) I was, was there the forever, game, so I don't know. That was the game that the coaches first noticed me because uh, <laughs> I was following Bobby on a big run down the sideline, like <laughs> acting like a crazy person. They saw it on the film, and then they saw me like losing my losing my mind or whatever. And uh, I had had I had had mono that year, and I didn't miss practice or whatever. So hopefully, I didn't spread it to anybody. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Coach Sanford, that's where I got my dude, my dude, Mono Matt, running down the (laughs) sideline after Bobby Rainey, my boy, brah. Hey, yeah, that was was, uh, the wise words or whatever. (laughs) After the Indiana game, I think (laughs) that's hilarious, man. Yeah, Um, do you remember the crowd for it? Because I knew that. I mean, we were still decently new to FBS. I mean, I think it was over twenty. Um. I think it was like, you know, 20 and a half or something. And the crowd was fine. And it was close enough that they, you know, not everybody completely left. But it wasn't, it wasn't outrageous. I would. I th- like, I think about, you know, when a crowd can make a difference. Like Vanderbilt, when we, uh, when it was at home, I think it was pretty close. 
Yeah, it went into double overtime and Brom tried. I mean, we scored and we could have just kicked a field goal and gone into a third. But Brom was like, all or nothing, I'm going for it. And we just didn't get that two-point conversion. That's right. I couldn't remember. Yeah, well, it got crazy then. I mean, that was like a a SEC team. Everybody was fired up. And the crowd was awesome, you know. Um, So it it can happen. I remember a couple years ago we played UAB and it got pretty loud in there at the end. And whatever, just kind of. Kind of depends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's close, I think who knows? It could be a little bit of a difference. So, looking at the stats, uh, K1 Jakes was starting quarterback for us back in 2010. Um, Taught him everything. They in beat America. us. <laughs> they beat us 38 21. Western Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> they had 466 yards total. We each had a turnover. Uh, they had 27 first downs. And uh, time of possession here does not look right. They had 19 minutes and we had 16 minutes. That's only like a half. That can't be right. Yeah. That's basically like two two and a half quarters there. They're counting. That's not right. Something some yeah. some intern needs to be fired. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh. Somebody basically the ball too quick. Yeah, basically, uh, we scored in the first quarter, and then they scored several consecutive quarters in a row, and then we scored in the last quarter, the last two touchdowns that we got. Okay. So, so and I cannot find okay. the capacity during that game. I don't think it was a small. I don't think it was small, but I, I don't think we were in the twenties. I think we were, may have been close, but yeah, whatever. I mean, that was when we were still decently due to being FBS and everything, too. And we had, yeah. had all that success that we've had s- since then. Yeah. I mean, now I mean, it's a lot different. I mean, Indiana, their program is in a lot better shape since we played them in 2015. And our program, obviously, since then, too. I mean, winning two conference championships and just getting to a high level again. I mean, last year, I mean, sucked, but we're getting back a little bit. At least I hope so this year. I think you got to take. I think you got to take last year with a grain of salt. Um, it's all COVID. With COVID, yeah. I'm just. I'm just going to chalk it up to COVID because, like, there's so much going on with that, and I mean, there was a lot of fear going around, and you can't not expect these guys to transfer that to the field, you know. Um, so, I'll take that with a grain of salt. Last year, I'm not a. I'm not going to get upset about last year. But we need to build towards the future now, and I think I think Western's got a shot. I think this is I think this is a definite game that we can take. Um, Indiana always are a bunch of blowhards, and they always think they're the best team. Um, and I do not care to take that back. Um, so you know, basketball, football, softball, chess—they think they're the best. But I think Western <laughs> might have their number this year. So wow, right. and. I mean, at least they have the guts to actually play us in our own building. That's something Kentucky never even did. So, I mean, I'll exactly. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Um, oh, you know, hey, yeah. I'll take Zap Attack all day over the Phoenix Parade. So, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all want to play the Phoenix game before we get off here? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. See, Jared, we would all scream Phoenix as loud as we could. Oh, I remember. I, I okay, was in okay. high school before, Devin. <laughs> I just didn't know if you youngsters played that or not. Oh, yeah. It's a timeless <laughs> classic. 
I thought maybe y'all were like texting it as loud as you could or something. I don't know. Nah. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, Playing yeah. On your apps. <laughs> no, on we your, should play it. I don't know your where Facebook. you're sitting. I don't know where you're sitting for the game, Matt, but we should do it at the game Saturday and see if I can hear you over the crowd noise. I bet I could. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I can see deck. Matt. Where are you going to be? Uh, I think I'm in like 327, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. We'll. We probably ought to be able to see each other, I guess. Yeah. So, if you stand on the bleachers or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So back in the day, back in the <laughs> I'd just be average height then. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, I'd have a chance. You have to put Jared on somebody's shoulders like a little kid. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I could do it. There we go. Um, so back in the day, you used to could use your college ID. So I guess that's not a thing anymore. No, do they've, what? they've now got where you can scan it. Uh-oh. And you just can't get in anymore like that. Well, yeah, we used to just show our IDs. No joke. Like at mm-hmm. football games, oh, yeah. like even after I got out at Western, I could just mm-hmm. walk up and show my ID oh, and I just would. go on in. Yeah, I did that That's too how it was for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't even know how many oh, IDs I had to buy. I kept losing them things, and finally I was just like had to put it in my wallet because I just kept losing it. Oh, the days, the days. I think IU is going to be a uh, run-heavy team, though. Um, Their running back, Carr, has got 227 yards uh, so far, uh, 62 attempts. I mean, he's running way more than Penix is passing. Well, Penix Mm -hmm. has attempted 87 passes, and you got 62 attempts, but Penix has only uh, completed 42. For 448 yards, he's obviously about half. That's about 50% he's throwing there. Um, So what was his injury against Ohio State? Was it a shoulder injury or something or a knee injury? I don't really know. I don't know either. I'm going to have to look this up. They said said he's had ACL tears before. Yeah. So he had issues, and then he's been banged up still. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty wild to think. I mean, about. the way that they kind of talked. I mean, a lot of people probably don't feel a hundred percent about him, and I don't know who their backup is, but they might want to give someone that's fully healthy a shot at some point. Yeah, didn't know. they? Didn't they even kind of allude to how long are they going to hold on to Phoenix? Basically, um, <laughs> let let it go. I'm he sorry, I can't. I'm, I'm like I'm like 15 years old. You know, let him come off the field. Hey, yeah. <laughs> You can't just hold your penix all day. You gotta, you gotta let it go. Um, <laughs> oh, I can just hear our ratings going down. <laughs> Too many penix jokes. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, let me see if I can find this injury. But I, I, I'll start with you, Matt. What are your, what's your prediction for Saturday? You want to, do you want to dare say one? Yeah, no, I, I'll give it. I mean, honestly, like I broke this down from my keys and stuff. I mean, I do see an avenue where uh, Western could win. Um, there's no question that we could. I mean, if, if Zappy goes crazy, um, I find it hard to believe that Indiana can really keep up with him going absolutely insane, like five or 600 yards, a la Brandon Dowdy kind of numbers or Mike White against Rice or whatever. I mean, if, if we get that kind of production, I think it would be hard for uh, – Phoenix to keep it up. Um, <clears throat> if, um, but if he's a little more human, or you know, they're able to get to him a little bit, 
I mean, I honestly, I think Western has to be incredible in several areas or we're, I, I don't see it. I mean, um, I think we need an incredible performance, like whether it's the defense, like completely turning it around and stopping the run or, um, you know, pick six or, or some, you know, a bunch of sacks or something. I think something like out of the ordinary has to happen for Western win. And I just don't see enough. We can't run the ball. We can't stop the run. And so if you're going to beat a power five, you need to be able to do at least one of those, if not both. And so I've got, unfortunately, I've got Western losing 38-24. Jared, what you got? Um, I actually haven't put his score to my prediction yet. I guess I'll save it because I'm still thinking about it. But, I mean, I like Matt said – I mean, there's still so many areas where I feel like we're lacking, specifically with run defense, that I don't feel super confident with us being able to get a win. I mean, I feel like the crowd will help a little bit, but if we get in a big hole like we have the past two games where we're struggling in the first quarter a lot, I think that's going to be the big thing. Like, that would be one of my keys is whoever shows up first and is able to sustain everything. Is could have a better shot, and I think the biggest thing is just going to be turnovers. I think whoever wins the turnover differential is whoever wins the game, because I mean, mm-hmm. if we could get a pick six, if they could fumble and us get some turnovers and be able to get some drives along, keep them keep them alive and stuff. I mean, that's going to be big. But if we're throwing the ball away and having boneheaded mistakes, then that's just going to be the nail in the coffin, basically. Well, I'm going to yeah. give you all the not so fast, my friend, because. You you want to talk about their power five, but they're bottom feeders. Indiana's a bottom feeder. They have not I been. Say that. They were picked to finish fourth in the Big Twelve this year. Big Ten. And they're seventh. Big, I'm sorry, Big Ten. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> they're the seventh. Everyone is in the Big Twelve now. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about that. They're seventh in the Big Ten. I'm not worried about them. They're the Rutgers is ahead of them right now. Like Rutgers. Because <laughs> who cares? Yeah, Rutgers is a better team. But like, they're improved. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you put Indiana versus Northwestern, I would take those eggheads over Indiana. <laughs> but like, Indiana is not. I, I just Penix. If you're going to put pressure on Penix, you're going to make him think. You're going to have to try and make him move out of the pocket. I think you've got the game because if you can put mm-hmm. pressure on him, he can't move as well. It's obvious he's already 15 yards under. In, in attempts, which, by the way, that's him getting flushed out of the pocket, uh, his negative 15 yards rushing, he's not able to move. You put him in, you put some pressure on him, you've got him. He's going to make bad throws. He has a chance to fumble. He's got, I mean, there's countless things that can happen. Matt, your phone's ringing. And oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it's Wagner, Oklahoma. Keep going. <laughs> so, anyway, Sorry, my mom. No, you're. Yeah, I figured you're fine. No way, Oklahoma. But like, uh, but like, uh, unless they got Baker Mayfield calling, then let him come back here. Um, we'll do. Yeah, uh, he's wanting to grad transfer. We'll be. Yeah, he'll be uh, Maker Bayfield, and we'll just put him in there. <laughs> um, get him like a fake mustache and a mullet. Um, but no, like seriously, like I think Western's got a lot better shot than what y'all give him credit for. Uh, in <laughs> Army. Pardon my French is a damn good team, and Western stayed with them. If we can sure. have that entire game that we played in the fourth quarter, we'll beat Indiana. We'll beat Indiana oh, yeah. by two we touchdowns. Twenty-one to three every quarter. Yeah, that would we'd probably win. I mean, we'll beat them by just, at least two touchdowns. <laughs> but that's the thing: but, we just can't bury ourselves into a hole in the first half. 
Like the and first course, half is honestly what will make or break whoever wins. Like if we yeah, get into yeah. like a more than two touchdowns or maybe just even two touchdown hole, I feel like that still puts you at a disadvantage. I mean, if we're able to keep it close, like within three points or even just seven at halftime, I really like our chances. But I don't know if we'll be able to do that because it takes this team a little bit to kind of get warmed up and everything. That's one thing I've kind of It's beginning noticed. of the year. It's beginning of the year. Got a younger, we got a new quarterback in the system, which this is going to be a reoccurring theme with Helton, I've got a feeling. But, you know, I think Western's got a big shot. I mean, I think this is our shot. Army's quarterback was very mobile. He was able to move. Of course, they had their creepy little dump passes they threw every now and then. Um, But (laughs) Western has the ability to, we've got the ability to win this game. We do. I I will go ahead and call this now. If we're able to win... Saturday, that will probably be like one of the most defining things that we've had in a while. Just because the Big Ten win has been the one that's been eluding us so often. We've mm-hmm. come up short against them before. We've come up short against Illinois. We've had these opportunities where we should have already had it by now. But I would love to see us get it. But I, I just don't know, man. I don't. Know. Hey, Matt, I got a question for you, bud. All right, bud, go ahead. Can we do do? Do they allow y'all to take signs into the game? I would think so. Depends on okay. what it says. Yes. <laughs> you know it's like a Phoenix joke. Well, this is- used to. Right. I remember back in the Sunbelt days, like I'm sure, Matt, you know Paul, uh, Detilier, however you say his name. Yeah. Um, and uh, he had the little whiteboard. I remember his senior night in basketball <laughs> against Louisiana Lafayette when they had Alfred Payton and Sean Long mm-hmm. and all of them, that really good team. And like we were just perpetually roasting Alfred Payton that entire game, just making fun of his hair and how stupid it was. And like he had his little whiteboard, and he just kept writing all of these insults to him. And he, they were doing the warmups close to us, and I just yeah. see Alfred Payton looking at the signs, stretching, and he's just cracking up before the game. <laughs> just like wow, but I mean, like we were giving him the hardest time. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if we can do that with football. I mean, I guess it's worth a shot. Yes, we need to bring signs. All of our listeners need to take signs to the game if you can, right. and just heckle heckle Phoenix all over the place because he needs the, it. The thing is, is I'll be so high up in the nosebleeds you wouldn't be able to see it if you tried. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hire somebody to do like that airplane flyover sign. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my God! There's a Phoenix on the field. Ah! <laughs> so oh, I mean. Lord. I, I think what hey, Dan, I just want to, I do want to clarify. Like, I, I definitely, I, I said that I believe that we could win, and oh, I believe yeah. this team is really good. I think we could be really good. I'm just worried about, like, right now the defense has not shown anything, and so they've they've got to show something, um, or Zappy has to just completely lose it, like historically lose it, and just yeah. go. You know, eight touchdowns. And Super Saiyan, I got you. Six hundred yeah, yards. I mean, eight touchdowns. I've got, yeah, I've got <laughs> on my keys. Like I've got that we need to have two hundred more yards passing than Indiana, because I think, I think that is very easily doable. You would think, but I mean, okay, if if he gets, I mean, first of all, it's Power Five versus Group of Five, and the defense is unproven. But I mean, if okay. he gets. Two hundred. Not to not to not to cut you off, but oh, wow. you realize Western's averaging four hundred and fifty six yards, and Indiana's got one hundred and seventy nine. Yeah, and he's probably going to do more than one hundred seventy nine. And I think we need more because either magically we're going to stop the run, 
or there's going to be some open plays, or they're going to have usually against a power five, you're always going to have a big play that busts open. They just outrun you and they throw an easy touchdown. And here's another thing to think about: or they break too. a tackle or whatever. Like, here's another thing to think about is that we really don't know what our secondary looks like as far as, like, protecting pass because we played UT Martin the first game. Exactly. And then we played Army, who threw it maybe seven times the entire game. So this is going to be, like, our first real test of what, Mm -hmm. like, our secondary will look like, too. Like, this is going to be their time to shine, too. they got to step up and bring it. Mm -hmm. I agree. agree. Our secondary has to step up. We've got to get those interceptions. Um, But – I think I think the key to the game is going to be the front four, five, three, whatever, how many we got up there. The front guys, the defensive linemen, and defensive ends are going to be the ones that are that's going to decide this game. If they can get the pressure, I mean, if we can get some stunts with linebackers or whatever in there mm-hmm. to disrupt Phoenix, then we're going to get you know we're going to do well. I would agree. With that. Well. Problem is, yep. we only have two sacks so far this year in two games, and of course, you know, we played Army. So when are you going to get a sack? But also, you know, TFLs aren't haven't really been there either. So yeah. I'm just I'm concerned about getting some pressure up front. You know, Malone yeah. has we haven't been able to blitz very well at all. Yeah. So okay, I, that's fine. I, kinda, I want to still... see some improvement. I think they'll. Be, I think the defense will be a lot like last year. You know, they were pretty awful at first, and then they got a lot, a whole lot better. I think that's how it's going to be. But we're going to struggle right now. Defensive. That's fun. That's fun. Um, we'll see. I respect your opinion. We'll see. The game is uh, <laughs> Saturday, CBS Sports Network, 925. Uh, that's Saturday's date, dumbass. Uh, it's going to be on at 8 p.m. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a late kickoff. No, no, yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, at, at Western. It's They're calling for like 74 degrees, but I feel like it's going to be cold as all get out. It is cold today. Here locally, it's 54 degrees for me. It feels so freaking good. I don't care what any of y'all say. I love this weather. Jared, that hey, surprises I, me, man. I thought you would need like 90 or higher, you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I get yeah, my hoodie on. on ground soaking wet. <laughs> no. <laughs> on a good day. Um, yeah, if no. he had a couple Starbucks. Yeah, a couple couple uh venti's with pennies in his pockets i'm just tired of all these daggum frappuccinos i'm ready for it to be ice cold (laughs) outside people stop ordering these ice drinks dude you're gonna be getting pumpkin spice before you know it at least those we already have pumpkin spice we've had it for a month oh my gosh they keep making it earlier and earlier and earlier and i'm just because okay so for our indiana people who are listening and listening to me run you down um (laughs) So we're just wanted to talk real quickly about yeah, uh, the local, runners. yeah, <laughs> local <laughs> restaurants you can try because everybody knows about the chains. But we're just going to throw out some locals. Um, Jared, do you want to go first? Yes, um, of course. Probably the biggest one that I stand is just tsunami because I mean I love a good bowl of pho or whatever. Like I know Matt had a different experience with it, but I mean it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude, I love oh. it though. But just uh, be careful. Just a little tip: if you're gonna have pho and you are, uh, you know, gonna use the jalapenos, don't immediately scratch your eyeballs. Oh my god! And then <laughs> and then go to the bathroom and be like, man, I gotta pee. <laughs> Do your business, and then now you're burning upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little tip. If something moral of the story at the tsunami, 
It's probably the jalapenos. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't give your appendix uh, some jalapenos. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There you go, Jared. <laughs> um, Man, that was rough, dude. We, we didn't know what it was until we got in the car, and then we're like, <gasps> the jalapenos. It's like we realized it at the same time. Um, I remember one, the first time I went there, I accidentally ate one of those things, so you can imagine what that was like. He <laughs> <laughs> just accidentally ate a jalapeno. I didn't see it. It was under the basil. <laughs> Would you just eat off the, the, the dry plate? You didn't even put it in the pot? I'll put it in there. Like, it's good. I mean, usually what I do is I leave it in there for the spice, but I never eat it. That way I have a little bit of the spiciness, but don't eat the actual pepper. Oh, man. I just burn it out, dude. I just put all of it in there, and I eat all of it. <laughs> that explains oh, a lot. It's oh, so good. But then you you leave, and then you got to eat in like 20 Well, minutes. do you add the sriracha to yours, too? Yeah. You don't do sriracha at all? Not really. Oh man! Oh, I mean, sriracha I love sriracha, but I don't put it in the file or whatever. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't. Know. I just go for it. I mean, it. it I mean, if you ever need your sinuses cleared, oh, a hundred percent, dude. I mean, hundred percent, straight up clear you out. And your butthole will burn, but yeah, 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 yeah. It'll clear you out both ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Jared, you got any more? Or you want to save them for your article? Um, well, I mean, I guess besides that, uh, tsunami, I said tsunami, uh, samurai, it's probably my favorite hibachi place in Bowling Green. It's the one over by Southern Lanes. It's so good. Their fried rice is phenomenal. I I could eat just an entire meal of that fresh, but I mean, they have some really good hibachi if you're going for that kind of stuff. I mean, I know everybody else is raving about Ichiban and I've been there before and it's good. Their sushi is what I think makes them like their hibachi is just kind of, eh. I mean, it's whatever. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I'll part of it's what, a how about that hibachi buffet. Mm. Go check that out. Get I have money. not. Of course, <laughs> I'm I'm out of the loop. I I haven't been I haven't been there's to only, Bowling Green in forever. So because of COVID, there's only like two buffets in Bowling Green now. So sad. So, yeah, I know, right? CC's and hibachi. I'm your buffet expert. Hey, I joked with one of my buddies at work. If you know, if my job doesn't work out, then we're going to start a franchise CC's. In Radcliffe, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, childhood, man. Last one, Jared. We'll do three. What do you got, bud? Um, I guess I'll give Q Coffee a shout out. I know the people that own it. Like the one of the guys, he does the managers. He's a shift supervisor at the Starbucks in Bowling Green. Like, I, he's a really, really good guy. And I, I've loved that they've been able to have success with that place. I'm going there tomorrow, uh, having a business meeting thing with the thing I help out with there. So I get to see all of them. So I mean, as, per, as far as coffee in Bowling Green goes, it's definitely my favorite. I mean, Spencer's is good too, but just the environment of Q and also like they're closed on Sundays too. I mean, they're church people, so I respect that a lot. That's cool. That is cool. That's Although they would hard. make they would make so much money though if they stayed open Sunday morning with that Hillview crowd right next door coming by before they go over there or after there. But I mean, that, that's still it's good. To the Lord's that. Day, Jared. Gosh, Jared! If you uh, want Q and Chick Fil A on a Sunday, you're out of luck. <laughs> I always, I always ask my wife on Sundays. I'm like, "Hey, you know, Chick Fil A sounds pretty good," and she's like, "They don't have much of a drive-through over there either." I mean, you wouldn't have to wait very long. Is she obsessed with Chick Fil A too? No, no, God, no. Oh, okay. I, I told her is like mega Chick Fil A. Like that's just all she ever wants to eat. That spicy they, deluxe is good though. Hey, I told my wife that the reason she doesn't like it is because it's the Lord's chicken. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Matt, what's your three, bud? 
Yeah, well, I had tsunami, but I'll replace it um, just to not be redundant. Um, first one, and Devin, I don't know what yours are, but I had I'll put in Mariah's instead of tsunami. Um, Mariah's good, is good. Good, solid, good. affordable restaurant right there close to the stadium. Um, it's in downtown. It's kind of a cool location looking over a ballpark. Um, and uh, anyway, really good and affordable and one of the places that a lot of people in uh, no Bowling Green restaurants for. Um, and uh, yeah, good restaurant. Yes. Um, and then the next one I had, I think this was something that probably nobody's heard of. Um, and I, I hadn't until my parents were just randomly like, Hey, you want to go to this place? I'm like, uh, is that in Bowling Green? Like, I, I was like, I don't know what that is, but it's Doug's motor city bar and grill. Um, they're on Cumberland trace. Um, just off of the interstate exit 22. Um, and, uh, right there behind Hardee's and whatever. Um, but it seriously, if you come up to it, I mean, it looks like a dump hole in the wall. (laughs) I mean, it looks awful, (laughs) but you go in and it still looks awful, but the food, (laughs) it kind of, it kind of reminds me of like, um, the feel of, uh, what was that? Like biker bar, um, over on uh, Russellville Road. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't remember that one. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) it's kind of got that feel, like kind of grungy, whatever. But the food, man, the food is really good. Also, if you like booze or whatever, they got booze. Um, But, yeah, really good restaurant, and I was kind of blown away. It was really good, and they have good breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. See, good. See, Devin, just like how you hate freaking Harper's because it looks nasty or whatever, the food is still good. Harper's doesn't look nasty. It's just it just is nasty. It, it's it's a <laughs> it's a cliche. It's a Scotsville cliche. Like if you ask somebody for locally in the area around Allen County, they'll be like, you know, well, you know, let's go to Harper's. They got good catfish, and it's like eh, maybe not anymore. I've had their catfish recently, and it's still pretty good. There was one time I was talking to a customer, and this was in Rivergate too, not even in Bowling Green. Like I could just immediately tell they're from Kentucky, just immediately. And like I was like, "Oh, so you're from Kentucky?" Like, what part? And he's like, "Oh, over in Scottsville." I'm like, "Oh, do you uh, go to Harper's much?" He's like, "Oh, I actually live right next to it." I'm just like, "Of course you do. (laughs) Why would you not?" That's funny. Uh, Earl G's man, that's so much better. Yes, dumplings is good. Dumplings yeah. is good. Go, dumplings, dumplings is good. I can attest to that. Yeah. Yes, not um, that far out of the way for y'all traveling, listening to this. Um, <laughs> short thirty minute drive. Um, anyway, my last one was uh, Devin. You might remember us going to this one, but Cabrera's. You remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was thinking like you know nobody in our article or whatever named anything really like Mexican kind of. Uh, <laughs> I did, but yeah. What'd you say? I didn't remember you saying anything. I thought I put El Mazelton. You did. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're kind of a, a Bowling Green chain and Portos or Porto Vallarta or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, Portos. I was thinking, is all right, Cabrera's is actually like a standalone like Mexican restaurant, local Bowling Green, whatever, as far as I know. It might be a chain too. I don't know. But anyway, um, Really good, and it's a little more unique than Elmas or or Portos. Um, they uh, 
<laughs> I like to say they have donkey meat. Not really, but they actually have, <laughs> they actually have like real looking, like kind of more true Mexican, as well as like having some of those, you know, like the normal American Mexican that you see. Um, but really good uh, Mexican place that we used to go when we were working with football over on, uh, is it, Ru- it's Russell Road there. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really close to campus. I mean, you could probably park there and walk to the game. Um, so, anyway, really good spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll do mine pretty quick. I got Itchy Bun. Uh, I agree with Jared's assessment. The hibachi's decent. Uh, Samurai's is a lot better. Samurai was on my list as well. Um, the sushi, as far as that goes, if you go to Itchy Bun, you got to get the fire roll. By far the best. Um, my wife always gets it with the scallops. Awesome. Um, my next one is El Maz, but El Mazeltan is one of those. Um, I feel like if you go in one Mexican restaurant anywhere in the U.S., they're going to have basically the same thing across the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean it's, it's standard. It's almost, I mean, their names are for things are different and that's fine. But, you know, it's not a chain thing, but it's just, you know, what you get. Yeah. It's a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant. You know, if you want tacos, you're going to get tacos. It's authentic Mexican food. Um, I did say Samurai. The kind of the big show, which I, I think it's a chain, and I think it's more of a local chain, though, is Shogun. Um, Shogun's a little more expensive than Samurai, but it's good food. I've always heard good things about Shogun. Um, but those would be my local favorites. I don't know. Is Shogun local or no? I didn't really do much research, but I, I mean, it's it a chain. Might be. I don't know. I, I mean, it's either. not like a big, big chain. It's not like Panda Express or anything, but it might be no. just like a smaller chain. Even Local Taco, apparently they're a chain too. Like they have locations in Brentwood <laughs> and uh, freaking Murfreesboro of all places. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, that's I'm surprised the hard to thing. see that. That was the hard part to figure out what wasn't a chain. Cause I mean, you I still know, put it though or... because, I mean, it's still the best tacos in Bowling Green as far as I'm concerned. Of course. Um, but that's all I've got, guys. Check the game out this Saturday, 8 p.m. Um, on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Indiana's a nine-point favorite, so cheer for the tops. Um, I guess I'll be standing alone as far as the Western game's concerned. Uh, Come on. Hey, I'll stand alone as far as choosing the tops. I'll go for it. If I get to die on that hill, then so be it. Uh, but anyway, uh, watch the game. Check out the towel rack. Check out the articles we got going on out there. And uh, as always, guys, go tops. Phoenix. Go tops. <laughs> go tops. <laughs> you would. Phoenix. <laughs>